0: Hello, my name is Tim. And I live in a small community of canal boat dwellers in the heart of Birmingham, England. Welcome to episode three of this podcast that I started three weeks ago at the beginning of the UK's lockdown in response to the COVID 19 global epidemic. Living on a canal boat brings all sorts of delights and challenges, particularly those of freedom and space. But how is that freedom and space impacted? By isolation and lockdown. In the last episode, we talked a bit about the limited space we have to store and stop our provisions. But this week, we focus on how our work and prolonged confinement impacts on our personal space. I read with interest in the news this week about the rise of domestic abuse during this time, and it made me wonder how personal relationships might be put to the test for canal boat dwellers when confined to such a small space together. I started by chatting with my partner, Rachel. I suspect people who choose to live on a boat already know that they're going to get on fairly well, don't they?
1: Yeah. We've never had an argument. Hmm, maybe. We haven't ever had an argument. No,
0: we haven't had an argument.
1: I mean, we've both got in a teeny strop about something for two minutes, but we've yeah. never had an argument. Yeah. But this could be the thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. The straw that breaks Bushes the camel's back. Our
1: first argument.
2: Yeah. And Ian agrees. To live on another boat, you've got to get on. You are limited for space. You live in the same space all the time, so it, it hasn't really been anything other than normal, really, has it?
3: That's right. I mean, there's only been a couple of times where I've asked you to get off the boat and do something else. Yeah, Perhaps yeah. when I'm on a Zoom call or something like yeah, that. But
2: I understand Lucy's work important, being an NHS worker, so I do go out the way when she needs to make a call.
0: Lucy and Jinxie have lived in Hockleyport for four years. Lucy works in a sewing machine shop and Jinxie is an artist with a gallery nearby.
4: Hi, I'm Lucy um, and. I'm Jinxie. And we live on a boat called Looper in Hockleyport. Jinx has just been complaining that he's bored out of his skull. But luckily he has drawing, so he's just started. He's picked up a sketchbook and has started drawing something instead. I'm working from home. i normally work in a shop so um but we do a lot of online sales so i'm able to actually have my laptop here and the phone's diverted so we can do an awful lot like here luckily um on the phone and and processing web orders but I haven't got a proper desk set up so that can sometimes be a bit sore on the bum uh sitting on this sofa all day and then sitting on it all night so you got to get out and get your daily exercise to be honest and what have uh what have you been up to links?
2: I've been I've been down the gallery a couple of times.
5: Yeah, you can't
4: stay cooped up too long, can no, you? No,
2: not really.
5: Hi, I'm Nikki, and I'm a complete introvert. I am um, not minding lockdown at all because I'd quite happily be tucked up in my boat for days on end. But I'm married to John, who couldn't imagine being in one place for ages and ages. So we're really glad it's sunny so he can go outside.
0: Yes, yes, I am an extrovert, as Nikki quite rightly points out. We've been extremely lucky in this lockdown period because the weather absolutely suits me. I love the sunshine. You
1: don't really have an arguments room on a narrowboat. Here's Penny. My boat's just 14 metres long. There are no internal doors in the living space. However, I have got an engine room. Now, there's a bit of a debate about whether you're better off with a traditional back end as I've got with an enclosed engine room or whether what they call a cruiser stern where you've got a lovely bit of space at the back for all your friends to sit on while you're steering. Now, with an enclosed engine room, The beauty of it is your batteries keep warmer and um, if you need to work on the engine or whatever, you can stay dry and a little bit warm. But the main thing is if you've got an engine room, you have got a separate room that you can go and potter in and plunk about in if you need a little bit of extra space.
5: At the moment, we're fine on the personal space because we are spending time apart. Now, when I have a, a student meeting today, I had a meeting at work and I said to John, you're going to have to disappear for a while so that he's not clattering around inside while I'm trying to have my annual review.
0: I know
2: my place.
5: So he's gone out for a walk and that's, it's fine because we have that that option. Um, we've set up a little curtain between my office, which is all of two or three feet away from John's sofa, um, and that's a psychological barrier. So even though you can see through it, even though we're still in the same room, if the curtain's shut, it means I'm working. If my headphones are on, it means I'm working. And so we keep our, our space like that.
6: Hi, I'm Harry. I live on a 32-foot narrow boat, which is really quite small. Working from home has been an adventure, to say the least. I work in development, so I build early-stage products, and the current one we're working on is a wall-climbing robot for climbing up walls and painting. And a lot of my job is actually designing things and then uh, 3D printing them. So using the latest 3D printers to uh, produce parts, kind of almost instantaneously and and testing them really quickly. So I've had to bring a 3D printer back to the boat, which is occupying my entire dining table and uh, keeping me awake at night and not even providing very good conversation.
3: It's been an interesting couple of weeks working from home. Mm. Uh, It's not something I've had to do on the boat before, so it has been quite easy. What have you thought about?
2: I'm still going out to work. I'm still going out early in the morning, but as soon as the work's finished, I'm home for about ten thirty, eleven. 11.00. Lisa's got all the books out and computers out and things like that. I think the working aspect on
0: the boat together has been most strenuous, hasn't it really? Hmm. Because we don't have an office. Uh, and we don't have any doors that can separate us when we're both trying to work. We're both on Zoom conferences or whatever it might be. So it's difficult to get far enough away from each other so we don't interrupt each other while we're working.
1: And we've only got one very small table that we can't both have a laptop. Yeah. open up practically so. I've quite
0: enjoyed sitting on the bed with the back doors open and the sun shining in but then you don't want to have your screen on I don't want people to see me sitting on my bed doing my work <laughs> we have bought a piece of green material haven't we I think that's arrived in the post today that yeah uh, which I'll put on some poles and then have a go do some green screening because I really don't want my business colleagues to see the funny little world that we live in
1: <laughs> with me in the background in my pyjamas yeah, also on a zoom call yeah. <laughs>
0: I think like a lot
6: of people, my job relies on the internet and like a lot of boaters, uh, that means using your phone's contract to hotspot you to everything. And I've had to massively increase my, uh, my, my monthly spend on that in order to keep up with all the video calls and everything that we all keep having to have. Although the people are absolutely loving what's in the background of my video calls, especially when I conduct them from the back deck of my boat. People seem to love having ducks swim in and swim out as cameos. Keeps them entertained in probably very dull conversations otherwise.
1: And the thing that I was most worried about happening nearly happened. Our internet nearly ran out, didn't it? We were literally watching the...
0: The geeks yeah. How much?
1: Down. How much do we have? We have a hundred,
0: a gigabytes per uh, month available to yeah, us. Yeah,
1: available to us. Some of that's via my phone, and I can port it over to the internet. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? It
0: is. Well, we never ever got anything like that never, beforehand. No, did we? we
1: never usually use over fifty. Um, so
0: yeah, these Zoom calls, are, uh, really these business calls, it, yeah. are really. I think our businesses should pay for our internet.
1: We we're self-employed.
0: Well. <laughs> Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah, make my gonna, clients pay for it. You're
1: going to have a word with your boss. Wouldn't, it wouldn't be so bad <laughs> if I was actually earning any
0: money out of it. All I'm doing is scratching around, trying to see if they'll give me some work in this. It is difficult.
1: I know, and I think, um, I think we've both acknowledged that in some ways we're working harder at the moment or working more hours than we would because everything's odd um, and the people we're dealing with are responding to an odd situation and we're having to respond to that with them. And everyone's a bit panicky, so people want to be available immediately. So not only are we using our internet up, I think we're actually probably working for no money. But at least, I mean, you've got fingers in pies. I know you're not earning any money right now, but hopefully come May.
0: What, May this year or next year? (laughs) This year. Oh,
1: God. You'll be able to make a bit of money. But yes, we nearly ran out of internet.
0: I'd be very happy not to have to go into any more Zoom meetings. (laughs) I can't bear Zoom meetings. Everyone is doing their best to keep their normal job and work running during this enforced lockdown, but some of us have taken on extra work too. Here's Harry again.
6: One really great thing that we've managed to do at work is to actually use our 3D printers and our manufacturing capabilities to be making face visors for local food producers. So a lot's been said about the NHS PPE requirements um, and... There are still massive requirements on their side, but actually what's even more worrying is that no one at all is or has been addressing the needs of uh, food producers who suddenly all their stocks Of everything have dried up so we are working with a number of local producers to print as many face visors as we possibly can so that we can ensure that the nation's tables are well stocked in the coming months and that you would have everything that you normally would have and that's been an immensely gratifying process to be a part of and quite cool to be able to see hundreds and hundreds of products go out a day where normally everything we do is very very small volume so Quite an exciting thing, really. John
0: and Nicky again. Yes, we are chalk and cheese, me and Nicky. What got us together at the beginning was our love of boats. But we've come to understand each other's uh, shortfalls, shall we say?
5: They're not shortfalls, they're differences. All
0: right, differences, yes, I <laughs> Yes, differences.
5: If it was raining, if it was really cloudy, um, if it was getting cold, we'd be trapped inside. We'd certainly get on each other's nerves.
0: Yeah, I I think another podcast of what is it like to be stuck inside when the weather is really bad. That may come up as one of the next ones.
5: And you can listen to one of our rows if we're stuck inside with each other, (laughs) sniping over all the small stuff.
1: (laughs) I think um, we haven't become sick of each other's company yet. I certainly have been wondering if that might happen. We go out for walks together. We sometimes go running together. I sometimes go running on my own. You sometimes go down to your workshop on your own and you've done a bit of work from down there. But we are pretty much spending 24 hours a day together. Um, And so far that hasn't been difficult. You're much more untidy than me. Oh, I
0: don't think that's
3: true. You are,
1: and you know you are. You've got more stuff, and you don't see it. And I think with tidiness, everyone doesn't see their own stuff. Well, I was just going to say, I I
0: think I've seen some things that you haven't seen as well. Well,
1: let's not have our first argument now on the podcast. (laughs) Publicly. Um, But you know that I feel a little bit oppressed if things are untidy.
0: You do Um, have to be tidy. There is no doubt about it. You've got to be tidy. And
1: I think now we have to be more understanding of each other's particular quirks. And my quirk is that I find it difficult when there's four pairs of shoes lying around than a fifty-foot by six-foot boat, and you are being, you know, you are understanding. You're always <laughs> looking around. I'm looking man. around
0: to see if I can see any my bits. Well, there's around. a pair
1: of weird Moroccan slippers up by the. That's uh, not front when I need edge. to go to the
6: freezer but, in the night. Uh,
1: but I've never seen you wear them. You never go to the freezer in the night. You've got two pairs of slippers out. You've got two pairs of DMs. You've got trainers. Yes, but got... you need
2: one oh, word DMs. Having for
1: the... <laughs> our first argument on the podcast. Anyway, I think those things that are probably, you know, teeny niggles in normal life yeah. can become heightened when yep. we're in this situation. And I, I do find uh, your und- <laughs> other people's mess I,
0: oppressive. Okay, so I think one thing that I think that we have learnt about living like this, and it kind of helps while we're in this lockdown situation, is we do talk about these. Things. We don't yeah. allow things to fester. You can't no. allow issues to fester, can you? No. I and mean, because... you can't even
1: slam a door on someone annoyedly. No,
0: that's true. <laughs> I do slam my fist heavily onto the table now and again, don't <laughs> I? No, I don't.
5: So, but for now, for now, nobody's killed each other. We're getting along surprisingly well. We thought it might get really difficult being in this small space and John not able to go out, etc. But actually, it's been brilliant.
2: Yes. Yeah. No rows at all, which is
5: remarkable. Not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs>
1: So far, so good, but we get the news this week that it looks like lockdown, I mean, we thought lockdown would go on longer than three weeks, but we get the news that, you know, it probably is going to go on longer than three weeks.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. So, we're three weeks, yeah, is, yeah, is we're ne- three
1: weeks be done now? We're nearly three weeks in, yeah, three weeks in. And so the government have just said? That every chance is that it will go on longer. Do they, they know how they long No. So maybe we'll get more sick of each other. And once again, the sun's come out. We've been quite lucky with the weather. Yep. I mean, when you're lying in a hammock between two trees, you can forget you're on lockdown, can't you?
2: But otherwise, it hasn't really affected us, has it? Really, have still no. been able to get on with everything we need to do no. around about. I
3: mean, we've been how long we've we been on the boat now? Nine years. So we've been on the boat nine years, and really, because we get on so well, and we're so used to you've got
2: to get on, haven't you? Yeah,
3: yeah. we're so used to living in a small space together that it hasn't been really much of a hardship at all and it's really nice to spend a lot more time together isn't it
2: it? especially it's like you can take the laptop outside when the sun's out and Mm -hmm. and do a little bit of work outside you know yeah even though that'll make you a cardboard box so you can see the screen
3: (laughs) so all in all it hasn't been a negative experience for us has it not
2: really i mean it may lead for us to actually as an experiment it may lead to you actually working from home in the future more, more, mightn't it?
3: yeah or maybe we can go go away and i can still
2: well, work yeah, from home and, we, and things like got,
3: that we, as well we can we
4: do that it's not been too bad at all no it's been um, a learning curve with the personal space i think we're actually really lucky i think we've been on the boat now for four years in march was it and living to that's the first time we'd ever actually lived together so we've been through a few winters already where you know you don't go outside so much and we do get quite used to the fact that we are just in this well, even though our boat's 40 foot long, we would probably only physically live in 30 foot of it. We've seen challenges like this before where you don't really go outside. We just really miss miss our friends, don't we? We miss socialising. That's definitely a big thing. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's for sure. As you said, we're really, really lucky to be in this position, I think. Better than being in a flat in London, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it brings on no problems, no challenges.
4: We have to empty the toilet a lot more, don't
2: we? Yeah, and we've got the 43 empty bottles of wine to get rid of.
0: <laughs> it's heartening to hear that many of my neighbours are coping well so far. Perhaps living the way that we do has indeed prepared us well for this difficult time. But what about the sense of freedom that we all feel by the very nature of living in a home that is mobile? Just yesterday, the Canal and River Trust announced that all canal boats were now prohibited from moving other than for essential needs. And I suspect that pleasure isn't deemed essential right now. Please subscribe to this podcast to follow our unique perspective during this time of coronavirus lockdown. As ever, I'm extremely grateful to all our contributors in this episode who once again made their recordings in their own safe spaces via WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger. Thank you for listening. Keep your distance.